0: Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services.
1: This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Stephen Dowling, a barrister in Dublin, Ireland, and the founder of TrialView, a software platform designed for litigators to prepare their evidence and present it at trial. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Good, Ari. How are you? I'm well. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Tell us about your practice and the genesis of TrialView.
0: Well, I'm a trial lawyer by trade, um, or what they call over in the side of the water, a barrister. Essentially, that's a, an independent lawyer who's engaged to litigate trials and actually advocate on behalf of the clients. And my background basically, are is in primarily commercial litigation. So I've been practicing now as a commercial silk, as they call it, a senior counsel here in Ireland for the last, I think it's almost 20 years now. And essentially, my kind of road to legal tech was born out of probably what's very common in legal tech these days, a personal frustration with the way litigators prepare for trial and present their evidence at trial and it wasn't so much the effectiveness of the presentation in truth it was the efficiencies and the lack thereof in relation to them um my kind of the, the starting point for trialview was i was involved in a very substantial piece of commercial litigation back god it's back in 2007 or 2008 now very large case here in dublin and ireland which was running for about 200 days and there was literally hundreds of thousands of documents and what was really Frustrating for me was that most of these documents were all available digitally in the sense they're all housed on some form of electronic filing system or discovery platform. But by and large, when it came to the trial, they were all being printed out into hard copy, assembled into lever arch folders, and were basically being passed around a room. And in a situation where you'd have the books for the court, one copy of those books would run to something like 55 lever arch folders and everybody had a copy. So you had every lawyer with 55 lever arch folders trying to navigate through the trial books. And personally, I just thought this is completely crazy. There has to be a better way to coordinate this system. And the systems that were out there at the time, in fact, in the US in particular, there was a number of products that were out there, which had some form of trial presentation element to them, whereby they'd bring up a document on a screen. Or on a projector, but there wasn't really a way whereby people could simply have on their laptop or their device a mechanism whereby the document that was being presented would come up on their laptop in real time, in such a way that you could see the document, be brought to the relevant page, and interact with that document. In, in other words, take a note in that document, mark it up, flick through the pages, while at the same time be brought to the relevant section that everybody was referring to. So. That was it. That, In a nutshell, that was the core of what started my journey into legal tech, wondering, this way of doing things is unsustainable.
1: There must be a better way. As a lawyer, how did you approach the development of this software platform? I started with the central
0: feature that was required. And the central feature which was required was, how do I come up with a way of ensuring Documents can be essentially streamed or broadcast to everybody's device at the same time in such a way that they're not screen sharing the document. For example, on Zoom, if I screen share a document to you now, but you, you wouldn't actually be able to be, interact with that document. You wouldn't see your own version of it. You wouldn't be able to create notes on that. So how do I stream a document to everyone so they have their own copy at the same time? And that, I took that central feature, which is essentially what happens in paper. And I said to myself, right, find a technology out there that does that, that actually allows you to stream documents to a computer at the same time or a laptop. And that actually took a fair bit of just literally personal research. I literally Googled and looked around at what was out there from a technological perspective that would allow me to do that. And essentially, I stumbled across a number of potential products, which would allow very large documents, hundreds of thousands of pages to be Essentially stream simultaneously to people's devices at the same time. And once I came across a potential product that did that, and I was only a potential product, I then took that, I found a technical company who were able to look at that product and adapt it to my use case. So the road to actually developing it started with finding the core feature, finding what kind of technology would allow me to do that, and then finding a development company would allow me to kind of create a minimal viable, not even a minimal viable product, a kind of a first pass at a kind of a a test product that would prove the capability or prove the technical ability of this particular application to work.
1: On what types of matters do lawyers generally apply trial view? The
0: usual use case or the core use case is high level commercial litigation. That's currently What their primary customer is. So we're dealing with usually business cases. They are relatively complex. There's usually a lot of parties involved, and there is a a large sway of the documentation. So that's the kind of central, typical type of case that's used. So law firms that deal with those kind of cases uh, have them regularly, or even smaller firms who have a large commercial case would often come to us and ask us. Can they use trial for that particular case? That's the core offering. One of the things that's interesting, Ari, that's changed with the pandemic and where we've seen our customer base rise is in the advent of virtual hearings, which essentially is, is basically hearings across a video conferencing platform. And what we did, in fact, when the pandemic hit was we, adopt, we had already looked at looking at incorporating video into our platform because it was a nice fit. Because with video, you can discuss the case, but also you can bring up a document alongside that. And you can, do, you can have consultations with witnesses. You can prepare material. And what we did is we took that video application and we actually made a bespoke experience for the, for the courtroom or the, for the trial. And that allowed us to offer virtual hearings, both for the Irish courts, for, the, for courts in the UK, for arbitrations, and whereby people were all at home and they were conducting their litigation literally over trial view, where they had the document coming up at the same time and the video. At the same time, but integrated in a way you'd expect for court. And with that, that has opened up a whole new line of of court cases or type of work. So we are now being used also in um, what we call statutory inquiries or tribunals of inquiry. These are kind of forms where you have professional standards hearings, you have medical practitioner hearings, professional negligence hearings into medical practitioners. Other types of statutory tribunals, whereby the entire inquiry or tribunal has been conducted on TrialView, where you have documents
1: and you have uh, evidence and video coming up at the same time. How does TrialView integrate with other legal technology tools? The truth
0: is, actually, now there's a whole ecosystem of technology tools that are out there. And what we do is we focus on those tools that are, tend to be used a lot in litigation practice. So, for example, one of the big things that we need to integrate with is discovery platforms or disclosure platforms. Relativity is a well-known disclosure platform or other discovery platforms where you need to integrate. And what we do is we integrate with those in such a way that when the trial is ready to be heard or when you're in the pre-trial stage, what we do is we integrate with those platforms so that the material that exists in those can be basically transferred over into trial view. And the other thing we integrate with a lot is case management systems within law firms, because what's actually happening in the document space is that you have two different sources of documents. You have usually the documents that have been exchanged on the discovery platforms, which usually constitute the evidence that's being dug up between the parties and prior to the trial. But you also have all the, the relevant legal documents that have been generated by the lawyers throughout the case. These are the pleadings and the legal submissions and the legal authorities and the inter-parties correspondence and the, the lawyers' letters. And they really can accumulate in volume. So they have to be taken into the system as well. And what we do is we have integrations with lots of different case management systems. Now, the truth is there are many case management systems, so we don't profess to have
1: integrations with all of them, but we
0: are kind of slowly building our integration base into those, those
1: different platforms. How do you see technology reshaping litigation?
0: Litigation, in my view, was already slowly changing and certainly was being shaped to a certain extent by the sheer fact that we had gone into a digital world. And by that, I mean, if you take what happened since, I suppose, from the turn of the millennium over the last 22 years, there was a huge transformation in relation to how we order organized our affairs, so that essentially, particularly in many businesses, everyone went digital or certainly had digital records of all the activities they were, they were doing, the business activities. Well, the result of that was when it came to actual court hearings and trials and disputes, a huge amount of that material was already basically available digitally. And the problem with that is that the volume that creates in terms of evidence is simply out of control. So that's why we've had the explosion of discovery platforms over the last 10 to 15 years. But that in itself creates its own problem because it means that whilst you have now very good records of things that have taken place, it means also there's a huge volume of material that has to be managed. And that has changed litigation. That problem itself has already changed litigation in a major way, particularly commercial litigation, because the the management of that volume itself has become a part of the battle when it comes to commercial litigation in particular, because the cost involved in managing that, in sifting through that, in organizing that, is very prohibitive. And unless you've got deep pockets, will be a major challenge to you getting your case onto trial. So. Litigation was already changing from that perspective because of that. And therefore, the answer to that has partly been discovery platforms. But what is now really needed, in my view, and and it's only starting to really emerge, is a very sophisticated way of managing that material at the trial end, not just at the discovery stage, but actually during the hearing itself. Managing it in such a way that lawyers themselves can get on top of it, they can coordinate it, and that they can present it. So I think technology is going to dramatically change the way we conduct litigation from that perspective, because I think electronic trials are the way of the future. I think in 10 years' time, you will not see paper in court, or if you see it in court, it will be very, very limited. You're just going to see everything being run digitally from beginning to end. And the second thing, I think, in terms of technology changing litigation, and again, it's a simple enough statement, and probably a statement the be obvious, but it is quite transformational is the interposition of video evidence. And in the States already, you already have video evidence in a big way in depositions. But what we're going to start having now is essentially not fully remote hearings, but certainly evidence being given remotely all over the world on a very frequent basis. Now, this was already happening before the pandemic, but the pandemic has changed everything. And in my view, we're going to have, there can be very few trials out there in 10 years' time that don't have a remote element, whereby parties are participating remotely, clients are following remotely, lawyers are participating remotely, and evidence is being presented remotely, so that the whole uh, set piece of the courtroom is not going to be changed. The theater of the court will may still be in some form of physical location, but with lots of virtual participants. And that's a big change. It's a big change on a number of fronts. It means that, for example, the integrity of the evidence that's being given. The cross-examination of witnesses is going to change. It means the presentation of the case by advocates is going to change. Lawyers may need to start developing a bit of a, that special screen power or such. Being able to bring a case to life over a screen as opposed to in the courtroom, that actually might become a thing in the future. The ability to test the evidence of a witness over a laptop or virtually is going to become a special skill that's going to be required. And other tools will be needed to enable this virtual participation in hearings. Whilst I, and whilst I do think the traditional set piece of being in a courtroom, part of that will certainly remain. And it's certainly in, when, in very contentious cases where credibility is an issue, that's very important. That's an essential part of it. But huge amount of what we do as regular litigators is going to be moving on to, into an online form.
1: This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Stephen Dowling, a barrister in Dublin, Ireland, and the founder of TrialView, a software platform designed for litigators to prepare their evidence and present it at trial. Stephen, thank you so very much. Thanks, Ari.
0: Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.